0: This is the EWN Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to Dialogue with Dr. D, a podcast that inspires and empowers you to reinvent your past and revolutionize your future. Overcome adversity, fear, and feelings of failure as each episode is filled with inspirational experiences featuring professionals who can assist in your efforts. Together, we can help you find joy in your journey while positioning you towards success. Dr. D is a wonder work of personal growth and success moving beyond overwhelming and insurmountable odds to become a global speaker, life coach, and author. Dr. D uses her incredible passion and captivating personal experience to support your move beyond trials, tribulations, and adversities to emotional emancipation. You don't have to do it alone. Join Dr. D today. Move beyond what's been holding you back and become the new Empowered You.
2: At some point, we all face troubling situations, some of which leave an impact that propels you to rise from the ashes. Rising from the ashes means to emerge from what you perceive as an insurmountable odd affording you the opportunity to be better, stronger, smarter, and more powerful, ready to reposition yourself. This is often referred to as a phoenix who rose from the ashes. Those ashes can propel us to either rise or throw in the towel. Being referred to as a phoenix means an individual can rise and return even after falling flat or being completely beaten down and destroyed. This phoenix represents reinvention, transformation, strength, and renewal. The quote itself gives individuals new aspirations and renewed confidence to overcome odds even when they see no way out. Pfam we have a choice. we can move forward or decide to give up. Giving up could mean different things to different people. Some may choose to live with anger, resentment, and or sadness while others may choose to give up by merely existing or they can fall prey to the ultimate in throwing in the towel by running, hiding out, or the worst scenario of them all. PFAM, that is committing suicide. We don't want to go there. Welcome, PFAM, and a special welcome to our relatives around the world joining in for the first time. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode, as our focus is rising from the ashes in spite of. Our guest today is Mr. Darnell McDonald. Darnell went through the ranks to become a professional football player and was living the American dream. With a pitfall and another pitfall and yet another pitfall, Darnell lost it all and literally had to start over again. Darnell will share with us how to rise from the ashes and get back in the game, despite his pitfalls. Stay tuned as Darnell's story will inspire and empower you to stand firm, refusing to quit. Hi, Darnell. Hello, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking and welcome to the dialogue. It's football season, I love football, and I'm excited that you agreed to be with us today. Darnell, start out by telling us your personal story.
3: Like your intro said, my personal story goes up and down <laughs> a few times, but just like any inspiring football guy that wanted to make it to the pro level, I started off in high school, worked hard, ended up showing up in college, getting a scholarship, and just continued to work hard and try my best to better myself on and off the field to possibly make it to the NFL. It was shaky in college. One year I would do good, the next year I wouldn't do good until I brought it all together my senior year and ended up getting drafted to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and ended up starting half of the season as a rookie, and everything was looking up. I made a few mistakes off the field, which there goes another bump in the road, and found myself out of the NFL. So then what I did was try to recreate myself again as well, train hard and to get back, I had to go through XFL, another league by Vince McMahon. And then I ended up going to Canada for a season, playing pro football in Canada. And I, I actually did so well, I ended up going back into the NFL to the Miami Dolphins. So after that season, I ended up tearing my Achilles tendon. So that was another downfall in my career. And ended up being out of the NFL as well after the injury this time. So I had to go back uh, back to the CFL. Played uh, another eight seasons there, did pretty good. I made the All Star team a few years, but ended up finding myself hurt again. And now i um, ended up being like 35 years old, out of pro football, and I had to reinvent myself again into the in the regular work world.
2: Tampa Bay, the home team for me. Canada. <laughs> Miami Dolphins, injury. CFL again, injury. Darnell, the average person would literally throw in the towel. What tools have you used to recover and restore?
3: Well, I mean, it started off and it wasn't always good tools, good things. It was, you know, sometimes it was alcohol and things like that that made it even worse. You know, I had to learn and realize that you have to utilize the tools that surround you, even though you might not want to use them. Even it could have been a family member that you didn't really get along with, but they were trying to help you. What I tried to do is surround myself around with good people, not genuinely like family re- relatives, but family meaning that you guys grew up together, you've been friends for a long time, and they only have your best interests in their heart. It was hard because all I had was football at the time. Well, it seemed like all I had was football at the time. So when football went away, I was in a dark place for a while. A couple of my friends that was in some dark places as well with their careers, we basically bonded together. Even if it was something simple, it was just sitting around the house and just chit-chatting. Because if I was sitting at home by myself, it was not a good ending, usually. Out drinking somewhere, doing something that possibly could get myself in trouble.
2: It's so amazing to speak with you. And we appreciate your candor. There are so many kids that ascribe to just be in football, whether it's at the university level and pro would be the ultimate. Here you are, Darnell, time and time and time again, and you talk about your dark places, the alcohol, you talk about learning through tough decisions and utilizing the tools. Did you use any visioning with that? What do you think kept you coming back time and time again?
3: Well, like I kind of said, I was born and raised football, 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 football. So to me, football was my family and I didn't want to give it up no matter how many times I got injured, how many times I got cut because of whatever reason. So I just kept myself and my body and my mind together to keep striving to at least always give myself an opportunity to make it back if given that call. So, and then that right there alone helped me from getting into any type of negative situations that will prevent me from getting another opportunity to go back. So in a sense, football was my family at that particular time in my life.
2: That's powerful. You're saying to our P fam, quitting is never an option. And no matter what hand you're dealt, you've got to be able to take that hand and play it to the best of your ability.
3: Now, in my opinion, quitting is an option. But that was just not an option that I was ready to entertain because that just wasn't what I wanted. In different times in my career, did I look at that option? and I look at that option right in the face and have to talk to that option and talk to myself to stay away from that option of quitting? Yes, but that's not the way to go. And I told myself over and over again that football's my family and I'm not giving up on football because football hasn't given up on me. And the only way footballs give up on me is if my body gives out or if I stop trying and stop working hard to keep giving myself these opportunities to keep playing.
2: Now, when you say quitting is an option, would you say that to our young adults who are aspiring and just planning, and visualizing, and wishing, and hoping, would you
3: leave that with them, that it is an option? Well, like I said, technically it is an option, but it's the easy option. It's the easy option, and that's why a lot of people go to that option, because it's easy. It's easy to give up, and to say, you know, I give up, I can't do it. I try to tell myself that if you give up, the answer is always going to be no. If you keep trying, At least you'll know the answer, yes or no. For instance, let's say if I keep trying to make it back to the NFL and I can't make it because I'm getting old or my body gives out, that'll be a no. At least there'll be an answer. If I give up, I'm always going to think that if I would have kept training, maybe I would have had that chance. Now, it's an option. It's an option that I don't recommend for anyone because it's the easy way out, and I like a challenge. So I would never just give up. That would never be an option that I would actually partake in.
2: Okay. Having rose from the ashes, how does that feel for you, having to start over again?
3: Are you speaking after sports? Yes. Well, that's probably my hardest time in my life, basically leaving, in a sense, a family. Like I said, football has been my family for, for the longest. And when it got to the point where my body Just couldn't do it because I was getting older and things like that. That was probably the lowest point of my life when it comes to me being depressed. You know, I thought about suicide at times. You know, I was 35, 36 years old, never had a job in my life besides pro football. And now I'm going into the work environment and never had any type of experience or anything else like that. That was very terrifying. It was like I was a 36-year-old that just graduated high school. And that was probably by far the lowest point of my life.
2: So Darnell, if you had to do it all over again, what would be different? Hmm.
3: One part of me would say I wouldn't do anything different because I mean, I made some mistakes on and off the field, but on one point I wouldn't be me without all those issues and things that I had to overcome. So when I say I would do anything different, you know, I did some things in off the field that I would change. But other than that, like all my issues and things that went wrong from injuries to anything, it sculpted me into who I am now. And when I look in the mirror now, after all that, I'm happy with what I'm, what I'm looking at. So I wouldn't do too much different.
2: You're saying this reinvention, this transformation really has put you in a space of contentment.
3: Definitely, because like I said, I never gave up. I wanted to. I never gave up. And like I surrounded myself with family members to help me get past the hard parts even my dog, Reuben, uh, English Bulldog, he helped me through a lot. You know, me and him had a long, couple of long conversations in the past about what's going on in my life. He was basically my Dr. Phil for a long time. So I'm very happy the way, how I came out of all the negativity and things that I felt like I couldn't live without.
2: Darnell, Reuben must be very spectacular, okay? But give us a little bit of what Reuben had to say.
3: Well, There's times that he didn't even have to say anything. Like I said, we had long conversations, but there's times I come home and he's just sitting there looking at me. Didn't want no treats, didn't want anything. Just shaking his head like, I can't believe it. Like, this is not you. Get it together. You know, get your things together. You know, I'm looking at Ruben like, you're right. You know something. You're right. I shouldn't have started, like, giving up on things that I love. And just because this is a new environment and a new situation for me into the workforce and from never having a job and things like that, Ruben was like, hey, you made it in football, Where's there's only 2 3% in the world making it in football. Why you can't do this in the regular world? So he's like, use all your attributes and the things that you have in sports, the determination and the drive to learn and to get better daily. You can use the same thing into beginning a new career in the work environment.
2: Well, I'm liking Ruben and I'm sure the PFAM is really, really enjoying Ruben as well, because Ruben is special and we need Rubens. We need more Rubens in this world. Yes, ma'am. So Darnell, have you just stopped and taken the time to identify joy and what joy means and is joy in your current journey or Are you waiting like most people for the arrival of your desired destination?
3: That's a great question. Because if you would ask me this question years ago when I was playing pro football, my answer would be completely different than what I'm about to give you right now. So after sports and all that, after I retired in the working force and trying to find my way in the work environment, joy changed to me. Back in the day, it was about money going to exotic places and doing this, doing that, always having enough money to make you smile. you never had to say no to anything. But now, and after I retired, a day bowling with family and friends was more joy than if I can pay for all my friends to go to the Bahamas for the week. Little things like going for a walk was joy for me because it was no stress listening to the wind blow, watching the green leaves sway in the air. That was more joy than going to the Bahamas with friends. You know, I've learned that the joy changes. It's like almost with the season with me. It could be just sitting there with my dog, sitting there with my wife and son, or it could be going to Dave and Buster's. The joy was just completely different. And once I realized that and seen that, my life changed drastically and so much stress off my back because, All the joy that I thought I needed and thought I wanted was not even close to what what was making me happy.
2: That's powerful. So we're saying then that this joy is in your current journey.
3: Yes, 100 percent, 100 percent. And if it wasn't for all the negative things and positive things that happened in my past with or without sports, I wouldn't be here right now. And I know it's kind of cliche to say, because a lot of people say that if it wasn't for my past, I wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for this, I wouldn't be here. Until it happens to you, it, it, it might sound cliche, but I didn't even think that I would be the one that would be saying that. But if it wasn't for my past, which I'm happy for my past, I wouldn't be here married with a beautiful child, and a beautiful dog that, that mentors me sometimes. And I wouldn't be sitting here happy, smiling in front of you.
2: Well, you have to give our regards to Ruben. We're, we're loving Ruben. What advice, uh, Mr. McDonald, can you offer our PFAM for defining solutions and implementing processes to rise after a fall and start over?
3: Yes. Uh, first thing I'm going to say that if anyone goes through any type of detrimental stuff when it comes to jobs, death in the families and things like that to make you feel like you have to start over. It's hard. It's, it's, it's hard. It's so hard. It's, it's, it's never going to get, it's never going to be easy, you know, but what I would say is I would call things around you that can make it easier. And this is going to sound weird, but I call it aspirin, like Tylenol things that help the pain. Like my dog helped my pain, my mother, my brother, my friends, even my motorcycle, When I can just, when I'm stressed out, just get on the highway and just ride. I used everything that I could use that was obtainable as aspirin. People that's gonna help the pain. Even if it's just for 20 minutes, a coworker, that their smile is just so contagious that if you're stressed at work, you might as well just go around to their cubicle and just chat with the person because that person is always just happy, always smiling. People gotta figure out things that make their pain subside, even if it's just for a little bit. Because, you know, things that hurt, it's going to hurt and it might be here for a long time, but you got to find the things that you can use as aspirin, that they can help you ease the pain a little bit.
2: I love that. Find the things, PFAM, that you can use as aspirin. And as Mr. McDonald is saying, it doesn't have to be a million dollars. The simple things in life.
3: Am I right? Yes, ma'am. And another simple thing that a lot of people know, but they don't use it enough. I've never seen anyone leave church unhappy. You know, so like if you need that, just go to church and just sit and listen. And listen, listen to people, issues and trials and tribulations and things like that. Because I've never in my life seen someone that leaves church upset. They always leave uplifted. And I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what church you go to. I don't care what kind of songs they sing. I've never seen anyone leave upset. So if you're a religious person or if you're not, go to church. Why not? Just sit there by yourself and just listen and listen, because everything that around you, you can use as aspirin to lower the pain or to lower the hurt or that's inside of you to keep you going on a daily basis.
2: Great. Any final words you can offer to inspire and empower others to move beyond, to rise above those ashes?
3: One thing that I will say is when you're going through whatever you're going through, depression to divorce to from death in the family, things like that. Don't give up, not even one bit, because. I didn't want to give up because I wanted to see where I would end up at at the end, no matter how hard it was and how much I wanted to quit, how much I wanted to commit suicide or anything like that. What kept me going is all the aspirin, all the family that was around that I was using. And I wanted to see where I would be or who will I end up being at the end, two years from now, three years from now, 10 years from now, because I wanted to see who was Darnell in the next, after I get through all this, who will I be? And who can I help in the future to get past something that I got past? If I would have gave up, I wouldn't have been able to help a friend of mine to go through a divorce because I would have ended my life. And he might have ended his life because I wasn't there for him. So from by me giving up on me, I would have gave up on other people and people wouldn't have been able to use me as aspirin to get past some of their issues in their current lives right now. So who am I to end my life and not help all these other people that I may help in the future that I don't even know at this point, I might meet someone tomorrow and help them get past a suicide attempt that they may do. So that's one of the things that kept me from not giving up because somebody else might need me in the future.
2: Mr. McDonald, we appreciate your time and your words of wisdom. The PFAM has truly been inspired and empowered by you. Allow me to leave you with the words of Gerard Way, who said, sometimes you have to kind of die inside in order to rise from your own ashes and believe in yourself and love yourself to become a new person. Also, lasting words from Confucius who said, our greatest story is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Pam, thank you for joining in today. You are inspired and empowered to rise from the ashes whenever necessary. Remember, quitting can never, ever, ever be an option. And I will close with Isaiah 61.3. And provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Again, Mr. McDonald, we thank you. We appreciate you and PFAM. Take care
1: and be safe. Thank you for listening to Dialogue with Dr. D. If you enjoyed the show and would like to connect further with Dr. D, visit drdcaroll.com. And please, please don't forget to like, share, and leave us a review on iTunes. With Dr. D's guidance and support coupled with your belief and commitment, you can succeed in your moving beyond journey. Join the dialogue today and tap into the new empowered you. Best wishes for peace, love, and continued blessings. And we'll see you here next time on Dialogue with Dr. D. Remember, transformation and reinvention is yours.
0: Have you ever asked yourself this question, Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. E-Women Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.